I'm going to discuss a little bit uh, any potential differences between uh, uh, deriving our, our value, our sense of value and self-worth from the external versus the internal. So the superficial account, we probably all know it's simple enough that uh, uh, we frequently derive uh, uh, our self-esteem and, and sense of self-worth from our external accomplishments, from our position in society, from what other people say about us, maybe from how we're coming across on the internet and internally, you know, for a good person, we feel good about ourselves. I'm a kind, nice person. I don't need anybody to tell me anything. I feel good. I, but uh, frequently things like this are at least a little bit more complicated than they might appear at first glance. So we want to try to address any complexities therein that, that now come to mind. So uh, the, the first question we might want to ask is, what does it mean in general to feel good uh, about ourselves? All right. So we would say that the answers may vary, but essentially what they have to have in common is that we have to be attaining to, or at least striving towards, an ideal that we hold and that we have adopted for ourselves. Now, what is that? How does that look? What does that look like? Right? Why do we set one ideal over another? So we would say this. Then we would have to reference, or here we would have to reference desires of ours. If we do not want the, the uh, a particular ideal we don't want to be a certain type of way we don't want to set a certain goal for ourselves. we won't right we're very much involved in business we couldn't give a hoot uh, if we're a good musician or not we're a great musician maybe we don't care at all if we're a good gardener or not right we have our own objectives but ultimately it's because we want to so why do we want uh, to be a certain type of way and to set certain types of objectives excuse me we would say here we would have to reference ultimately uh, at least after a certain number of steps, we would have to reference our uh, innermost nature, which is continually seeking its expression in everything we do. Right? So uh, that's a deeper discussion to, to, to going down that road. But the, the gist of it, what, what we all can experientially identify is, in principle, we want to feel, uh, we can use words such as singular, uh, powerful, uh, uh, honored, respected, dignified, uh, whole, unified, uh, and just fundamentally good. That's that's what we want. And now how we then uh, choose to get there depends on many, many factors. So for example, um, uh, something, I was, I'm a little kid, something strikes my fancy. Uh, I watch a show about uh, a certain career, a certain profession, and I imagine myself uh, doing it, and I can only imagine how great it would feel how empowered I would be, and then insofar as nothing replaces that vision or maybe it grows stronger, I'm, I'm hooked and that's what I'm pursuing. Maybe I start and, and uh, I'm no good at it. I don't like it. I, I have a reality check. I kind of uh, get a slap in the face. Some cold water splashed on me by the, the given pursuit. Eh, uh, never mind. I thought I wanted to do that. Frequently, we, we hear people obviously say, you know, I really thought that I wanted to uh, work in this field or study this in school or something. This, But I started and really didn't speak to me. Okay. We see that it fails to give us that feeling, that state of being that, that we are, are uh, uh, that we desire or we, fail, or we stop calculating that it one day will. Right? Or maybe we start something and we're quite good at it, and the ball gets rolling, and now we're, we're committed, we're, we're 100% in it. It might be mostly suffering, such as a tough sport, but ultimately we recognize that by partaking in the pursuit, we will, we are kind of advancing that nature. We are satisfying our deep-seated desires. 
uh, and, and uh, we see that people can get to a point where the only thing that they are pursuing seriously, the only thing that we really truly care about is a given particular thing. For example, uh, uh, writing a fiction novel or being in business and earning a lot of money or playing a given sport. How do, how do these things occur? So we would say that, uh, again, initially, however, the, the there was a spark. Uh, let's say that a person... Um, say a fiction writer, right? A person maybe read Harry Potter and then saw that the author, is it uh, Rowling uh, or whatnot, uh, it was very rich and, and very wealthy and, and then thought, wow, what would it be like to write books about wizards or, or, or whatnot and uh, earn a lot of money and, and it sounds like a great vision. Now the person tries it and they're not, actually not bad, right? Or they think they're good or they, th- uh, they don't recognize they're bad. Whatever the case may be, person tries again and it feels great. It feels like a real means to, to, to be me, to feel like I want to feel. Now the person does it again, again, again and now the person is hooked and now there's a little success. Wow. Now if I, uh, I worked uh, a few years and I published uh, this book about this, uh, you know, this dragon and the uh, flying and things like that and uh i sold a little bit i got good reviews that felt amazing now why don't i work even harder now the person works harder the the thing repeats the cycle repeats now 10 15 years down the line uh, uh this is the, the the person's life the only that what it really everything what everything really comes down excuse me is uh writing fiction right and uh everything else is just subsidiary to that for example a person exercises to be able to uh think better a person uh, um, lives in a particular place that that, that uh, is conducive to the writing, things like that, right? Or, for example, a person, uh, let's take business, a person uh, at first, uh, maybe a family member, maybe in the movies, a person goes see goes to see a movie that, that depicts in a positive light money, Some, maybe Scarface, whatever the case may be. Uh, a person sees and thinks, wow, I could really attain my desires, I could really be me if I uh, become wealthy. What would it feel like if I was able to get anything and everything that I wanted? If I had financial security, if I had uh, a kind of a, a place of living in a vehicle that, that people envied uh, me for, what would it feel like? Now the vision takes hold of me. I go and try. I fail completely. Not that, that Maybe I'm done with it. Now I succeed. I earn a little bit of money. Wow, my first paycheck. It feels amazing. Uh, uh, it cycle repeats, repeats. And now... Uh, 10, 15 years down the line from when I started, this is my entire life. I may say, uh, kind of nod my head at different things. I care about this and that, but really that's what I care about. Just like the artist cares about the art, the writer about the writing, the athlete about the sport. It has become the main means of our self-advancement, of the advancement of our nature. This is uh, what we uh, kind of uh, are bred and butter, right? Just like for the animal, the, the, uh, the same thing occurs, but strictly in light of the basic bodily things. The whole life of the animal is strictly as it concerns its body. The cow chewing on the grass, uh, the, the whale getting the plankton, whatever it eats. Um, maybe it's uh, one of those other whales that hunts the, the big uh, squid, whatever the whale eats. That's the whole animal's life. The animal will never think, I want to become a writer. I want to become a business person. <laughs> never, because it doesn't have the, the, the capacity uh, for such uh, things. But we do so that we can transition to having a strictly animal life, to having a life that that's, uh, concerns a given thing. Maybe, again, a person, Mother Teresa, right? All about charity, all about teaching, whatever uh, whatever the case uh, may be. Now, on the flip side, obviously, the same cycle repeats in a negative direction. So let's say a person feels weak, a person feels insecure, small, under attack, uh, out of control, 
and that consequently somebody offers them or they, they kind of uh, themselves seek out some kind of substance and uh, they take this substance and wow, now the person feels great. A person feels great, all the stress goes away or significantly is reduced. A person feels back in control. A person feels fundamentally good, right? Meaning uh, like him or herself, except in the true and genuine way. Now that's repeated once. Now uh, the, uh, the uh, effect uh, modifying experience goes away and the person's back to feeling out of control, feeling small, feeling petty, feeling like a nothing and a nobody, like a, a, a little puff of vapor about to be blown away by a light breeze. And that feels horrible, feels terrible. Now, obviously, the person wants to do it again. They do it again and again and again. May we be spared. And before uh, the person knows it, this is his or her way to be satisfying his or her nature in the same way, the same process that occurred for, say, the writer or the business person. This is the reverse, right? It's the it's not funny at all, but it's the reverse uh, uh, that occurred. And now that is the, the person's method. The person is addicted uh, and that uh, nothing else has any real life to the person. Uh, get a job only so that I can facilitate my habit. Uh, um, kind of uh, have a family? Well, maybe, but hopefully they're not in the way of my habit. My uh, place of living, I want to be in an environment where I can be facilitating the things that I need. So we see it. it's really amazing. It's the same inner drive. It's the same process, but just that different things triggered it. In one th- uh, instance, something that hopefully is constructive triggered it, such as the desire for uh um, health and wealth or something like this. In another case, something that's destructive triggered it and, and, and the ball um, uh, it gets rolling from there. Uh, but anyhow, uh, what did we even say at the beginning? We said deriving worth from external uh, versus internal. So we would say that uh, uh, normally we said we start out life uh, 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 or life is strictly in the animal uh, kind of uh, as it concerns the animal things, uh, eating, drinking, and things like this. And from there, we're able to ascend to a mode of life where our life is in something. Now, we, if we want to use that word external, in something external, as in it is concerned with um, a, the kind of a, a, an activity that we can apprehend uh, a, easily enough with our senses. For example, again, just the same examples, writing, uh, business, sports, or on the flip side, drugs, alcohol, mind-altering substances, right? It's it's something that is tangible enough. It is something that is concrete and uh, that has become our means to satisfy our deepest desires. Now, having this process having occurred, obviously, we then tie in our sense of self-worth and, our, and how we feel about ourself. It's, it's very much tied in with what it is that we're doing. Why? Well, because that, 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 that's our chosen avenue of being. That's our chosen avenue of life, right? So again, we take away the substances from a person who has gone down that path in life. The person feels horrible. It's absolute torture and hell for the, for the person until uh, he or she hopefully, uh, uh, you know, does the, takes the necessary steps and uh, rehabilitates or unfortunately gets the substance back. So it'll be the same thing for us. We choose a, a particular path. Let's say, for example, money. This is our uh, our means to, to advance our nature. Uh, with money, I can satisfy my desires, which is a fun, fundamental thing that I want. Uh, I can uh, have a, a sense of dignity, a sense of control. Right? So consequently, my entire life, my whole being is sunk into the pursuit of money. Now, obviously... If, may we be spared, the money is, is taken away, maybe I made a wrong investment decision, 
something like that. It's taken away. That'll be a destruction of my life because I have sunk my life into this. It'll be like taking the substance away from, again, the addict. Right? And we see, tragically, people take their life when they lose their money, amazingly enough. Take their whole life just because this one aspect, because their life became that. Conversely, a person, let's say, has sunk their life into, um, into art, right? That's the, the person's avenue. Hours and hours a day, that's the, the person's an artist through and through. Right? And now, the, uh, again, may we be spared, goodness forbid, person loses the capacity to, uh, to, uh, to, to, to do art, uh, whether it's some kind of immobility or, or blindness or, or something like this. A person can't do it. Now, likewise, the avenue that the person took to, for life, for being, is gone, is destroyed. And now the person feels horrible. Uh, again, based on what we're talking about now, which is that externalization of success. And the same thing, obviously, would go would go for anything and everything else. We're athlete. We work really hard at our sport for many, many years. Our identity is tied in with it now. Goodness forbid, uh, we have an injury, a career-ending injury. Now we don't know what to do with ourselves. We don't know even uh, what it means to, to be ourselves because our entire sense of identity, our entire sense of being was tied in with the sport. It was, again, the same thing as the money for the business person, the art for the artist. Excuse me. And so forth and so on, right? So that that would be the idea. And consequently, we see that um, uh, what it really comes down to for people is that which they have sunk their life into. So again, uh, we can talk to, let's say, a person that has been in, in business for many, many years. It's not simply... Uh, 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 again, in this mode of life that we're talking about, we may get to something else. It's not simply a matter of an activity, right? Like, what's the big deal? Like, there's people that, um, you know, are salespeople. What's the big deal if you make this sale or not? You know, it's no big deal, but it is a big deal because this is, the, the again, the avenue that we have then chosen to go down and it is crippling and, and, and horrifying to say not make a sale, to lose money, uh, even for the principle of it. And we say, why do you need more money, right? Why? You, you already have enough to buy anything you want. Well, it's not about that. It's about the principle. This is my way to be me, to live, to exist. Every dollar that I earn symbolizes that. It symbolizes the capacity to fulfill my desires, me being uh, successful at what I do, right? Same thing, we, uh, we ask a writer, why have you, you've already written so many books, why do you need to write another book? It's the, it's the expression of the person. Right? They t- take away that expression, what am I going to do with myself, right? So, uh, just like the same thing, again, with the negative thing that, person that's uh, um, addicted to substances, why do you need it, right? Like, what's the big deal? Just stop. Just stop. What, what, what do you need it for? No, that is the person's life. That is the, the person's existence has been sunk into these substances or necessitates these substances. And it cannot then, the person cannot just stop. If he or she could, then that's a, the person's not in the category that we are talking about. We're talking about specifically that category, right? And consequently, further, we see that no wonder that those of us that are in this mode of life, we're willing to do anything and everything to preserve and protect our given avenue of self-expression because there's nothing else for us. That is what life has come down to for us. So, for example, we see people are willing to do brutal, incredible things in order to... Um, earn more money in order to 
be able to continue the, their style of life, the, their their mode of life. People are willing to to murder, to people to, to rob, to manipulate all kinds of things. Again, whether it, obviously for substances as well, but any of these, any mode of life uh, whatsoever, right? And we're willing to, to to be vicious, as vicious and brutal as needed. And no wonder, because it is a question of survival. If if this path, if this avenue of self-expression uh, was taken away, we would die. Maybe not physically, though that's also possible, but in, in a deeper way even, maybe worse than physically, right? Again, imagine that uh, uh, all desire was taken away from the contents of our experience. Normally, we wake up, we have desires. I want to brush my teeth. I want to eat. I want to... Uh, go to work. I want to do this and that. Now imagine the per- a person wakes up, has no desires whatsoever. It looks at something, it's completely dead. Looks at another thing, it's completely dead. Nothing. Right? That that's maybe worth it, worse than death. Excuse me. You understand? And this occurs to people, and it's a, it's a horrifying, horrifying thing. So no wonder that. People that are in a particular, again, mode of life such as this are willing to do anything and everything to to protect and preserve it up to and including, again, genocides even. A person that has chosen the same, the same process has occurred except as it concerns being a dictator, a warlord, right? And it's necessary to take out 10 million people to preserve and protect power. No problem. 20, okay. 50, no problem. 60, no problem. The same process, right? Those people, okay, you know, it's not good, but ultimately this is, this is everything that the person has, uh, the same thing as with anything else. So anyhow, we would say that is uh, deriving our sense of uh, uh, self-worth and self-esteem and value and dignity. It's a little deeper than that, but these use those words from the external. But what about from the internal? Is it possible to attain to a different mode of life or is this basically all that we can do? So we would say that, excuse me, um, the one uh, common the factor concerning each and everything that we mentioned is that there is an I, is that there is a self that is the one, to use that term, that is the one that is engaged in the given activities and is pursuing the given activities and having the desires and having the experiences and all of this. But that self is, of course, invisible. It's invisible. We cannot see it. We cannot touch it. We cannot hear it. We cannot smell it. We cannot taste it. We cannot find it under a microscope or through a telescope or through chemical analyses. Nothing at all like that. There is no way to apprehend it in this way. And consequently, and yet, that self exists and it has a nature. It, and that is that the very nature that compels us to do these things. We just don't know it. We just don't see it. We see the results. But what caused it, we don't see. So the idea would be that it is presumably possible to, to uh, direct our success and direct our efforts at that invisible self. At that invisible eye, to so say, that is the one that's doing all of this and feeling all of this, but it, it usually doesn't get credit. Usually, isn't acknowledged at all by itself, as it would as it would happen, as 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 it would seem, should we say? Right? That would be the idea, right? and the question would be, how do we uh, address uh, 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 ourselves? How do we move uh, our sense of uh, 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 worth and, and accomplishment to internal? And here we would wouldn't cite an easy answer we would cite the whole 
project of genuine, true human development, which obviously has nothing at all, at all, at all, at all in common with some kind of nonsense that we rate on the internet about self-helping ourselves or self-developing ourselves or self, you know, realizing self, whatever the, the, the case may be. We're talking about a completely different league and tier uh, of, um, of activity here. Uh, but that would be the, the, the broad answer. And uh, uh, the, the slighter answers would be that a good first step is that obviously in this, this state uh, where we're externalizing everything, we're not even aware of our own existence. Our existence has become, in our view, synonymous with that which we are doing. Again, I'm a real estate mogul. My whole existence concerns my real estate. I'm a mega superstar singer. My whole existence concerns my singing career. I am... Uh, 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 an addict to a given substance, my whole existence concerns this substance and so forth and so on. So here, the step would be to recognize me, myself, the I that is doing this and feeling that and so forth and so on. And we see that we can speak to individuals that are, are entirely sunk into the external and they cannot recognize that they exist. They can't. They don't understand the concept at all. We, in that case, do not understand the concept at all. It's like, what do you mean? Uh, the, my, wa- my wallet exists. My place of living exists. My emotions exist. No, but you, who's me? Do you mean my, my face? It exists. No, you. Do you mean my, my hair? It exists. No, you. So the person cannot understand. Why? Because we would say that when we have spent our life externalizing ourselves completely, right? We do kind of create many, many uh, barriers between uh, 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 <laughs> before we can attain to, to any kind of awareness of our, of our own existence. But that would be a great step. We have to try to apprehend our own existence. And again, just a, a, a cue here could be something such as we could go to a, a sensory deprivation tank, which is a tank which shuts down all the senses, right? We can't, uh, uh, again, see, hear, smell, all that, uh, totally quiet, uh, and uh, we're we're floating. Hopefully, lose uh, the, the, the say you lose the feeling of the body potentially. Right, salt water, uh, high salt content. And we we can ask ourselves, what do we then disappear? And the answer is no. And not only because we would be chattering inside and thinking thoughts and visualizations. Even if we completely calmed down our mind to where we we wouldn't at all think anything, we wouldn't have any feelings. We still wouldn't disappear. And that, that might be what we're talking about, maybe even deeper than that, but that's just to, to point us in the right direction. I am still there. Even if there's all of the things that I think about are gone, everything I see is gone, my activities are gone, I am still there. So that's the, the existence of whom we're, we're trying to apprehend. And having so done, we can surmise that uh, being that we see that there is a, a real difference between a baby and an adult. And it's not merely something simple that we can point to like an adult can walk, hopefully, sometimes, often, and a baby cannot. An adult is, is taller, generally, and a baby is shorter. It's nothing that we can point to specifically. It's just the overall uh, uh, difference. The, uh, almost, we, we can't really, again, tangibly describe it. So, so many things, yet none of them, yet all of them. There's a real difference between a, a baby and an adult. It's like a, a seed and, and, and hopefully something resembling a tree if, if there has been real growth. So that would be the idea. We identify ourselves and then we begin to try to nourish and grow ourselves. Except again, in the age of the internet, we have to clarify again and again, the, what we're talking about is not in common with nonsense that we see on the internet in different kinds of places. It's a different thing, right? But that, but just to use words like that, we begin to, to try to 
advance ourselves in here, then our goal is to eventually transfer our life to our own self. Excuse me. Meaning, we see again, when we're in, in involved in external things, our life is external. Just like the life of uh, a dog is in the meat and is in playing with the bone and running around, our life is external. Our life is consists out of what it is that we're doing or not doing. But we want to transfer that life inside so that our life consists out of our own self. And if we succeed, <coughs> excuse me, in doing that, then it, it is so that we will truly be able to derive our sense of self-esteem, to say the least, and our sense of dignity from the, the quote-unquote internal. And we see that that would be a, a little bit different than simply saying, I'm a good person, so I don't care what job I have or, or what I do. It would be a diff somewhat different uh, uh, thing here. But that would be the idea. We transfer that life to our own self, and then, 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 yeah, we would say that we would be able to derive our, our, our true self-esteem from ourselves. How we do that? <laughs> That's a whole different. Uh, there's still so many things that that could be there discussed. But uh, also, the idea would be that ultimately uh, it has to. If we want any chance uh, of so doing, it ultimately has to. It can only come about from the strictest standards of propriety concerning our behavior, concerning our thought, concerning our honesty. Meaning, we cannot simply say, you know, I want to grow in self-knowledge. I want to grow more, <coughs> excuse me, self-realizing uh, or something like this. But I'm not going to take the time to truly be self-effacing, to truly be honest, to truly be excuse me, careful what I, uh, with what I do and with what I say. Yeah, I stole things, but it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm on the journey of self-growth. Yeah, I manipulated people. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I tell lies and I live in a fantasy land and I, and I have the, the wrong conception, uh, patently erroneous conceptions concerning myself and other people in the world, but it doesn't matter because I read this one thing. No, that, that's called uh, phony nonsense. Uh, the only real kind of uh, inner life uh, that, that we can, if we want the hope to attain to any kind of real life, it has to be built on a rock solid foundation of, uh, of proper behavior, of proper thought, of honesty, and all these kinds of things. So that would be uh, uh, two steps that, that we can take. We try to uh, uh, kind of uh, identify our own existence if we at all can, which might be something for the future it might be very difficult but if we can we can at least try or at least intellectually understand that it's there and two we can begin to try to right our wrongs and, and try to build that really solid foundation of uh, uh, I want to use a, a stuck up word but something like righteousness something like propriety that, that real solid foundation of, of truth on which we can build an inner life and if we don't do that and we continue to lie to ourselves and, and put the external above anything and everything else, which is no, we can't really be blamed for because at present it is our life, right? We understand if it was taken away from us, psh, goodbye, right? So it's really, really tough. It, it's definitely really tough, but we can hopefully uh, transition uh, uh, to uh, um, putting uh, the truth, putting honesty at number one, and that can hopefully, again, build that foundation for further genuine uh, 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 kind of developments here. All right, so we can think about it. Thank you for listening.